The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rayshawn Blyden. Welcome to Political Bomb Show. I'm your host, Rayshawn Blyden. If you'd like to give us a call, you can call 413-728-9380, 413-728-9380. Or, of course, you can visit our website at politicalbombshow.cf. I want to talk about generations. Many have asked me, what's the difference between generations as far as Generation X, Generation Y, Z, etc.? I had to do some research to come up with the answer, so I'm ded dedicating today's show to the difference in generations, what they are and why they're different, and so forth. So, um, of course, I'm from Generation X, and... I don't know if that I'm biased, but I just feel that like our generation was the best generation. But that's just my opinion. And um, so, yeah, we're, we're going to get into this. But just want to talk a little bit about my trip yesterday. It was amazing. Shout out to Slick Rick and shout out to Willie Dosage. We went deep sea fishing in New Hampshire. It's an amazing time. If you've never been deep sea fishing, you ought to try it. It's just an experience that's just it's one that you have to do at least once in your life. I mean, yeah, we had to get up at 2.30, well, 1.30 actually in the morning because it's a two and a half hour drive to get there, but it was worth it. I mean, I was doing the driving and I almost drifted into lanes coming back home. I was so tired because it was a nine hour um nine hour event out there in the sea fishing i did the worst of course i only caught one fish while mr dosage he caught eight fish and slick rick he got three fishes so this is my first time though this was their first time i took them this was my third time around so i try to do this at least once a year i'd rather do it twice a year honestly but yeah, it was a uh, amazing time. I'm still recouping. The older you get, the longer your body takes to recoup. And I'm on vacation, as I told you last podcast. So still got a whole bunch of events planned. The one that's probably going to be the most strenuous is going to be the Bronx Zoo because that's going to be a lot of walking. So look, I'm looking forward to it. Definitely love the wildlife. If any of you have seen some of my videos I've done in the past, you'll know I love the wildlife and uh, nature. So, But enough about that. Today's show is about the generations. And I'm, look, I'm talking about generations of the Western world. So I know that, that maybe or perhaps other parts of the world do call them different names or what have you. But today I'm sticking with western world which is where of course i'm from where i live so i'm gonna stick to that so for the purposes of this podcast it's going to be western world that includes north america western europe australia and new zealand that's my take on where i'm coming from so here we go the first one is the, um, the lost generation, 
also known as Generation, and that's of 1914 in Europe, a term originating with Gertrude Stein, and she uh, described it to those who fought in the World War One. So there you have it, the lost generations, typically born between 1883 and the 1900s. So that's the lost generation. So um, if you're from the lost generation, I'd like to hear, I'd like to hear from each generation if, if um, you could call in or leave us a voice message just to have your take on the newest newest uh, generations that how do you feel do you think your generation was better off or do you like the direction of where this new generation has brought the world okay <clears throat> moving along i'm going to talk about the gi generation and of course this is this includes american veterans who fought in world war 2 they were born from 1901 to 1924, coming age during the Great Depression. So that is the GI generation, born like as 1901 to 1924. And um, if you're from that generation, I'd like to hear from you. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, moving along, the next generation I'm going to talk, I'm going to mention here is the Silent Generation, also known as the Lucky Few. They were born from approximately 1925 to 1942, and it includes some who fought in the World War II. Most of those who fought in the Korean War. And many doing the Vietnam War as well. Okay, the baby boomers. The baby boomers are the generation that were born mostly following World War II. And uh, there's no precise date when it, with them as far as the year started and ended. So I don't know. If you're a baby boomer and you, you have more information on that, I'd like to hear from you. But I would say ranged from the early to mid-1940s and ended probably in 1960 to 1964. So, and uh, like I said, they were post-World War II, the baby boomers. Okay, um... Generation X, yay, my generation. <laughs> I don't, I know. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm being biased, but I don't think I am. I feel our generation was the best. But anyway, Generation X, commonly known as Generation or Gen X, is the generation following the baby boomers who came after them. And uh, typically ranging from early to mid-1960s to the ending of the 1980s. So 
that's definitely my era and um yeah i feel ours generation was the best and uh let's see what else can i say about us generation x well uh, this is just the introduction i will get into each generation later so let me continue on with down the line here millennials millennials also know as generation y and um, they're following my generation i think my generation is better than theirs but like i said that's could be a matter of opinion but i just think there's factors out there that makes makes it should be true but then no precise dates when it starts and ends per se but i would say typically the early 1980s to the, the mid 1990s to the early 2000s is when it ends according to pure research and finally generation z which i probably dislike more than even the millennials but generation z also known as i generation post millennials or homeland and uh they're born obviously after the millennials typically 1990s to the mid 2000s so there uh, there you have it those are the, all of the generations that as far as western world is concerned and where do you fit in i'd like to know where you fit in and give us a call like i said 413-728-9380 or just visit politicalbombshow.cf and you can send us messages that way electronically okay so do you see a difference in any of these generations at all or you just think that people are just people and that's it people are not just people and that's that's not it so i'll return when i return i will get into a, to why there the differences and so on at this point mm -hmm. education is the most important mm -hmm. thing in your lives the successes of tomorrow are built upon the actions of today. It's Charles! 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 So anyway, I looked the principal right in the eye and said, All right, quit! <laughs> so he says, I'm gonna fail. Ooh. I said, I flunk, you flunk! <laughs> I give him one of these. Just one question, Mr. Lesworth. One question. Just one question. One question, Mr. Lesworth. Chaz, what are your plans for the future? Education lets you live your dreams, so you don't have to dream your life. Tough it out. Stay in. Welcome back. So. Let's, we're talking about generations today from Western world. So let's get into a, the actual definition. What's the definition of a generation? So 
The definition of a generation is, a generation is a group of people born around the same time and raised around the same place. People in this birth cohort exhibit similar characteristics, preferences, and values over their lifetimes. At the center of generational kinetics, we believe that generations are not a box. Instead, they are powerful clues showing where to begin connecting with the influencing people of different ages. So that's pretty much it in a nutshell there. I can go on, but you can look these things up for yourself as far as the the uh, definition of generation. But uh, there are big differences between the generations and it's important to know the years when each generation begins and end. So that's very, very important, obviously. So what makes generations consistent at a high level? Great question. Great. Yeah. All right. I'm being a little silly here. But yes. Okay. What makes generations consistent at a high level? Well, generations exhibit similar characteristics such as communication, shopping, and motivation preferences. So because they experience similar trends at approximately the same life stage and through similar channels, you know, like online or TV, mobile, etc., stuff like that. Generations shaping trends are most influential as people come of age, which means that members of a particular generation will develop and share similar values, beliefs, and expectations. It is important to remember, very important that you remember, at an individual level, everyone is different on an individual level. Everyone is different on an individual level. This means socialists. Everyone can't make the same money. Everyone can't be the same. You can't redistribute wealth. But anyway, I'm getting off topic here. But looking at people through a generational lens offer useful predict predictability for those trying to reach, inform, or persuade a large cross-section of a population. So that's a lot of information there, but obviously very useful and very truthful information there. Very truthful stuff there going on. So what does the Center of Generational Kinetics do? Well, that's a great question again, and some of these questions... I'm just learning for myself when I did research for this uh, podcast here. So some of this stuff was really new to me as well. Like I, did, I would, didn't really know about the generational kinetics, but that's what learning does. Research and you learn. You don't just watch TV, your favorite news station, and expect that everything they tell you is correct. No, you don't do that. You have to do research on your own. Even the things that I'm telling you, don't just take my word for it. Research it. Make sure 
that it's factual. Don't just take anyone's word for anything. It's not a smart way to be. Be a free thinker. That's what I am. But when it comes to generational gaps, because I think I'm very unique and different in, in the fact that I'm so open-minded and I'm so great at adapting to different things, different people, places, that it makes me a little bit different. Even though I'm Generation X, I can quickly adapt to any other generation because I, it's just how I am. I'm quick at adapting. I think it's because I like to put myself in other people's shoes and I like to understand where they're coming from and then, I, then I'm able to adapt better with them instead of just closing them off and saying, no, you are incorrect, you're not right. Yeah, that's not the way that I am. So I fi- feel that I'm able to adapt to other generations, not of my era. Obviously, of course, there are certain core things that I believe in that will never change. And no matter what generation comes along and tells me that this isn't right, there's nothing you'll be able to tell me that will make me stray away from that. For instance, but the belief in God, there's no one, no generation, no thing on this green earth that will ever convince me that that is true. So that's like a lost cause. It's not going to happen. You might as well just hold your breath until you die because I won't change on that. So there's certain things that I don't need to get into here that I will never change on. That's just the way how it is. So anyway, I didn't lose my place. What does the center of generational kinetics do? Well, at the center that's been studied of generations and their behaviors to identity, these are the following. What shaped each generation? What shaped each generation? The current characteristics, thought processes, expectations, and preferences for each generation. And where generations are heading in the near and long-term future. So those are the center for generational kinetics and what they do. Now, creating an accurate snapshot of generations, where they come from, where they are now, and where they're heading, will help you to understand more of conversations around the workforce, marketplace, and social norms. So very important stuff to to take in here. I myself, like I said, I'm a beast of a different animal. And I've always marched to my own drumbeat so I can get along with, with a generation that's way younger than me or a generation that's way older than me because it's just the way how I am. That's why people used, would say, why do you get along with young people so because I could relate and I could I live through that but then they say how can you get along with someone much older than you and you haven't lived there because I I can learn from them and they're wiser and I could understand where they're coming from and I don't judge so 
it's a great characteristic of mine. I have, I don't have, you know, that many characteristics that I, that's over exceeding this one, but it's a good thing to have, needless to say. So, let's see, what else do we have here? What else? Generations, I really would like to, to talk to a generational, um, to other people from other generations because I think having a conversation with others rather than just rather than just teaching you here I think it will be a learning experience if we actually learn from millennials and have Generation Y in here and talk to them specifically which I am land, trying to land more and more interviews to make it more interesting if you want to, if you want to be interviewed obviously you can call and leave us a message, 413-728-9380. But the best way would probably visit politicalbombshow.cf and scroll down and you will see something to the effect. I don't have the website in front of me that will say, I want to be interviewed. You click on that and follow the process there. But moving along with this very important topic of generations what makes studying generations interesting and different great question and i will tell you when i get back i'm here today to address a serious issue called gravity it affects animals children and even senior citizens and frankly I'm sick and tired of innocent people being injured and killed by this horrible law. And it's about time that we make a change. So I went out to protest in the streets to spread awareness to the people and let them know about this horrible danger. All of your cracked iPhones and tablets are from gravity. Change the law. Stop gravity. So if you could change gravity, you would take it away, right? I'd be gone, man. It causes 100% of slip and falls. It's terrible, man. It's always pulling me down. Just what? Stop gravity. This is how you look when you complain about things you can't change. Seems silly, doesn't it? Because, as you know, gravity has many benefits. It helps create hydroelectricity. We use it for our favorite sports and it stops our belongings from floating away into space, which is cool. But you can't see the positive when you're focused on the negative. Look, some things you just can't change, like the past, getting older, or death. But time is too precious to spend in complaining about those kinds of things. My point is, if you can't change the problem, change your perspective on it. Change your attitude, your words, your habits. Change yourself and you'll change the world around you. R E H D O W G. Escucha Radio Music. Claro, música está disponible en Argentina, Brasil, Colombia, Chile, Costa Rica, República Dominicana, Ecuador, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, México, Nicaragua, Panamá. 
Внимание, рыдок поклонников, моя музыка теперь в звук, которая доступна в настоящее время в России, Украине, Белоруссии, Молдовы, Казахстана, Кыргызстана, Таджикистана, Туркменистана. Raydog Music in Italia, Rapsodio offre musica in streaming e download. Welcome back to Political Bomb Show. Rayshawn Biden, 413-728-9380, politicalbombshow.cf. What makes studying generations interesting and different? Well, the center of generational kinetics gets to uncover all kinds of new generational trends and truth. It's exciting stuff. Come on, wake up. It's exciting. Don't you like, yeah, I like exciting stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can tell you're being sarcastic, but it is very interesting. If you just open your mind, open your mind, open up that mind of yours. Stop closing it off. But it, it's true. It really is fascinating stuff. And I think that if you really wanted to study it, instead of being biased and closed off, biased and closed-minded, and just say, my generation is the greatest, and school your generation. That's right, school your generation. <laughs> okay, uh, what are the primary generations today? Come on. Tell you on the timer. Okay. Time's up. Do you know the answer? Come on. We mentioned it at the top of the show. How many did we go with? Tell me what are the primary generations today. Currently, five generations make up our society. Each of those five generations has an active role in the marketplace depending on the specific workplace. The workforce includes four to five generations. Now here are the birth years for these generations. Now this might sound familiar because it's quiz time. We did mention this at the top of the hour. Come on. So Gen X, iGen, or Centennials, they were born when? I can't hear you. When were they born? I can't hear you. 1996 and later. Come on, pay attention. Millennials or Gen Y, when were they born? 1977 to 1995. Generation X, dun, 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 dun. my generation, when were they born? Give it to me. Huh? Born 1965 to 1976. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. All right, baby boomers. When were they born? Baby boomers. Boom and baby. Baby boomer. Boomer, boomer. Baby boomers, 
1946 to 1964, the traditionalists or silent generation. Shh, stay silent. No one wants to hear you. Silent generation born 1945 and before the silent generation. Boy, were they silent. I'm just being sarcastic. I have no idea if they were silent or not. What do I know? I'm just a talk show host. But you can let me know by visiting politicalbombshow.cf or call me, 413-728-9380. Okay, why do, you, why do you see a difference in birth years, in birthplace, difference in birthplaces? Why? Why? Why is it difference? Why are there different, why do you see different birth years in different places? Why? Why? Why ask why? Because I told you why. You told me why? I don't remember you telling me anything. Are you? Are we talking to ourselves? All right, schizophrenic. Are we schizophrenic? All right. You know, it's just hot. It's very hot here. I don't know where you are, but it's hot here. And I had to close the window. I have no AC, but I had to close the window. You don't want to hear a podcast with all kinds of background noises, do you? I know I wouldn't. So anyway, why do we see different birth years in different places? Well, here are the reasons. People who talk about generations have reached different conclusions and... Frankly, a lot of people don't actually know, and uh, they're just guessing. So generation birth years vary by geography, and you'll see varying characteristics in different parts of the world. The big events that actually, the, the big events that affect the generations can be dramatically different across the globe. And this is very true, very, very true. For example, being a millennial in in Athens, Greece, with its unemployment situation, it can lead to a different expectations and behavior than being a millennial in Austin, Texas at the exact same time where the job market is fantastic. So it, it's very true. It depends on on where you live and and big events will definitely affect the way how you think and how you feel. It's, it can't be avoided. It's actual, actual fact, actual fact. So what do we know about the newest generation? The newest generation, Gen Z, also known as Generation Z or iGen or the Centennials. What do we know about them? So the end of the millennial generation and the start of Gen Z in the United States, where I'm from, are closely tied to September 11th in 2001. That day marks the number one generation defining moment for millennials, and it's true. So members of Gen X born in 1996 and after cannot process the significance of 9-11 and it's always been a part of history for them. So the center 
is currently conducting a research on this and we'll see where this research lead to but it's very uh very heavy stuff it's true and part of life is relating with others and sometimes it's hard to relate if you haven't lived through a certain era it's actual actual fact i mean there's certain things that like slavery for instance i didn't live through slavery so it's hard to relate to a black african-american that actually lived through that even though i'm black it's still hard for me to relate because i never actually lived through slavery even though i know it's know that uh it happened and and it affected many lives and that's the thing with some black people out there they just they never lived through slavery and really in truth they really can't relate to it and not just because you're black you're gonna re it means that you're gonna relate to slavery because you've never been a slave you 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 grew up in a generation where slavery doesn't exist at least at least openly and not very many people are bigoted and racist so you don't really know the full impact of slavery but you have leaders out there who tell you that there's white privilege and whitey no matter when you were born is is um is someone that you should hate and and I just don't understand that because if I'm white and I was born of Generation Z, I don't know anything about slavery and I can't relate to it. But yet, someone of, of, of color wants to hold it against me, even though I'm in Generation Z, the same generation as you, and you want to hold me accountable for something that I had no control over. And there's no way that I could have done anything to stop it. I wasn't even born. I can't even relate to slavery. I have African-American friends, Hispanic friends, you know, Middle Eastern friends. I can't relate to, to slavery, but I'm still, it's still held against me. How fair is that? That's just bogus and BS. I don't understand how these things are even even uh, logical, how even, it's, it's not logical, it doesn't make any sense at all. So I, I'd like to know if you are of Generation Z or Millennial and you're of color, I would like to know if you hold it against a white person that's of your generation, slavery. I want to know if you hold that against them. I want to know if you do, why? Again, you know the number, 413-728-9380 if I'd like to know if you really, really, truly hold this against them, even though they were born of your generation, they had nothing to do with slavery, but you hold it against them. I want to know, and I want to know now, because it makes no sense. It's it's incoherent. You're, you're an idiot. You're an imbecile. You're a moron if you hold something against someone and they had nothing to do with it. And give me this white, privileged BS idiot what about african-american um we call this thing affirmative action there was a time obviously that it was needed but i think right now it's hurting the society that's just one man's opinion and obviously i think it's factual i could give you actual fact 
For instance, you you they talk about diversity, so you want to have diversity, which is obviously a good thing, but but a big but. I like big butts that I can't deny. But anyway, big butts. A big but. Uh, the big but is diversity with fairness. What do I mean by that? You have a white person that's going for a position. And you have African-American going for a position. The company is, has majority of whites, but they want to be more diverse, so they they will just hire the black person because he's black, even though the white person was more qualified. Is that fair and diverse? If you say yes, I will slap you silly. No, the answer is no. It's not fair. You why why would you pass over the more qualified person just to make your place diverse? No, if 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 the African American had the same qualities and or better, then yes, I could see the company hiring him or her her because they were more qualified. When you stop hiring people because of the qualifications, then what do you get? I certainly don't want a doctor to perform surgery on me just because they were diverse, they were hired, but they don't have the qualification of being a, a great medical doctor. Give me the one that's more qualified. You feel me? On that note, I'll be right back. It's Tickle Me Emo! Stop! That hurts! What? Tickle Me Emo is the tortured, angst-ridden teen cousin of Elmo. And boy, is he sad. Don't take our word for it. Squeeze his hand and let Tickle Me Emo tell you himself with one of 13 pre-recorded emo sayings. If life is so fair, why do roses have thorns? <laughs> there is no God. You hear me? No God. Why do you giggle and shake and stuff? Oh, he will. Just pull a string. Nobody understands what I'm going through, especially you. Tickle Me Emo is just like a real emo kid. Super sensitive and oh so dramatic. I hate you! I hate you! I hate you! I hate you too! You're not the only one with issues! Be careful not to leave Tickle Me Emo alone for too long. What if love had no consequences? What if a simple action could turn into a catalyst? A smile, a handshake, an invitation that led to something big. You're given a choice, routine, or change, consistency, or temptation. Would you call? And what if that invitation 
that handshake, that smile. Triggered a rapid cycle of desire, disgrace, and doubt. Would you hesitate? 75% of teens have sex, which will account for 750,000 unplanned pregnancies this year. 45% of teen pregnancies end in abortion, costing taxpayers $9 billion. What if the desire, the disgrace, and the doubt led to something big? Would you pause and rewind? Back to that smile, that handshake, that invitation, and stop? This is called the baby boomer era because of the rise in the birth rate. It happened between 1945 to 1964. And some of the important things that we saw happening during this era was the assassinations of two very important men in history. Martin Luther King, who was a civil rights activist, as well as John F. Kennedy, who was the former president of the United States. We also saw the first moon landing happening during this time, uh, with Neil Armstrong being the first man to ever walk on the moon. Now, those famous words were, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Now, some of the amazing characteristics of this era was that the boomers were healthier mm -hmm. and wealthier than any generation before them. And guess what, guys? They were the first generation to grow up in front of the tele. Yeah, the tele. Yeah, well, yes, guys. Now, the music was notably rock and roll, which was an expression of generational identity. Plus, they grew up during a time of great social change. Plus, they were a lot more experimental and free-spirited. <laughs> summer days drifting away. Oh, the summer night. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, well. Tell me more, tell me more. Did you get very far? Tell me more. Generation X. Now, Generation X is an area that spans from 1961 all the way up until 1980. And the term Generation X was first coined by Magnum photographer Robert Kappa all the way in the 1950s and was popularized by an author who's actually Canadian. And he got like it was Douglas Coupland in his 1991 novel called Generation X, Tales of an Active Culture. So some of the characteristics of the Generation Xers, they were actually known as the MTV generation mm. simply because they were so influenced, you know, their music, their dress, their style, everything was uh, kind of influenced by the music channel. And guess what the first ever song was to play on MTV? Mina and Diaz. But you gotta get the get the shoulders in first, then we can start. Video kill the radio star. Video kill the radio. Hi, I? I feel the power. Woo! Right over there. It's this is true. And that little to you. Generation Y! Oh my word, guys, of course you're taking you on a trip through the generations. Generation Y, mm -hmm. okay? Otherwise known as the Millennials, were born between 1981 to about 1994. Mm -hmm. Now, there were some crazy historical events that happened, you know, iconic ones during that time period. I think one of the biggest for the world has to be the death of our dear Princess Diana of Wales. Yeah, this was big. Was this was big news. 
So is that the song that goes That's with the, song that the goes memory with the, of the Princess Day? Because <laughs> uh, Elton John. Elton John. <laughs> this generation grew up with Izindo as like a technology, cell phones, computers, you know, DVD players, CDs, the things that we can't live without today. Generation Z, it has existed since 1994 up until today. And guess what, guys? So many historical events mm -hmm. have happened during this time. But we're just going to tell you about a few. Now, of course, guys, for South Africans, everyone would know that 1994 was the year of democracy for the Republic of South Africa. And children that have been born since that day have been called born free. So if you are born free, halalations, halalam, halaluyer, just to... Yeah, well, yes, and of course, moving all the way to America right now, 9-11 attacks happened on September 11th, mm -hmm. uh, where the Twin Towers fell due to, you know, something which was which brought light to something called terrorism as mm -hmm. well. Because as a plane, as a hijacky, were by terrorists, and they drove through. Do you drive a plane? Don't drive a plane, you fly a plane. They flew through. Apparently, Generation Z have some very interesting mm -hmm. characteristics. Number one being that they are extremely highly tech savvy. So there's nothing that you can tell them about technology. They work with not one, not, not two, two, not, not three, three, not, not four, four, but five touch screens <laughs> at the same time. Ne? And they're thinking in 4D mm -hmm. instead of 3D. So they're extremely highly tech savvy. <laughs> Guys, I'm not a One Direction One D fan. I know, guys, please don't hate on me. I know Twitter, Facebook, you guys gonna go crazy right now. Welcome back, Political Bomb Show. I'm your host, Rayshawn Blyden. We're talking about world, Western world generations, and I want to say it's very important to know and understand people of different generations. You don't just dismiss them because they're older or younger, actually do research and understand some of their characteristics and why they're like that. And once you do your research, you'll, you'll be able to relate more with them and you could probably form a better relationship. Now, what are three key trends to shape generations? Three, three key trends. The three key trends that shape generations are parenting, technology, and economics. Very important. Parenting, technology, and economics. Let's stop right there on parenting. That is the reason why I've said earlier when you may have thought I been being, was being biased that, that I don't really like the Generation Z and Y per se. And that's because of parenting. Well, I don't feel like they're being brought up properly by their parents. I feel that the parents are just letting them run amok in plain English and they're not teaching them values and morals and they're just letting them just run free and just do whatever the hell they want to do. And that's why I don't like these generations much because of that reason. Obviously, there's always... There's always uh, exceptions to the rules, but as a whole, I would say 
that the parenting lack very much. That's just my opinion, as I say. It's just one man's opinion. <clears throat> it's being my opinion. That's my opinion. You're not going to change my mind on that. An example, of course, the baby boomers have the parenting philosophy that we wanted, we want our kids to have an easier time of growing up than we did. And that in turn helped create and reinforce millennials' sense of entitlement. So true. Which is now a hotly debated topic as well as it should be. But it, it does, there's no debate in it. It's absolutely true. They feel like they're entitled to everything. Uh, it, it's so frustrating to me. When I was growing up, I never felt a sense of entitlement. I worked my butt off to get what I, what I had. And for instance, if I wanted a car, I worked and I saved my money and I bought a car, a clunker, but it was still a car. And I felt great because I paid for it where you have these millennials and other generations, they feel like I'm entitled to a car, give it to me. Screw you. What about how about hard work to get what you deserve? Are you kidding me? Tell me that you deserve it because why? Because you're just you and you deserve it. You want my money too? You want me to do a, a do a rain dance? You want me what's up with the I just don't understand this sense of entitlement, I, I will never relate to that. Absolutely never relate to that. You know, I really will not relate to millennials telling me that they deserve something because they were born. You know, it, it makes no sense to me. It makes absolutely no sense. Zero, zip, nada. So, just want to put a little clip on how are millennials different from other generations very important. Take them or leave them, but by 2020, the millennials will make up a third of all adults in the United States. You may be familiar with their other labels like Gen Y, Gen Me, the Boomerang Generation, countless others. But basically, they are the people born between the early 80s and the 2000s. Right now, that makes them between the ages of 15 and 34. Full disclosure, I'm obviously a millennial. This year, they are set to outnumber the baby boomer generation, which is in decline. Let's break down the American generations for a minute. The millennials are the latest definitive generation to emerge, according to reports. Before them, it was Generation X, or people born between the 60s and the 80s. This generation came of age during the Reagan era. It's smaller in population size and a little more conservative. Before that came the baby boomers, born between the 40s and the 60s, named for the population spike after World War II. They are known for their rejection of authority as youths and their increasingly conservative outlook as they age. Before them, it was the silent generation, whose members grew up during the hard times like the Depression and McCarthyism. Then, taking us back to the early 1900s, the greatest generation is known for fighting the Nazis and boosting the US economy. But coming back to the present for a minute, this year is the beginning of the age of the millennials. The Brookings Institution estimates that by 2025, they will make up 75% of the workforce. Their influence is already changing the landscape of the political and business world. What are millennials known for, though? Their defining characteristics, according to the White House, are exposure to the internet during formative years, more education and racial diversity than ever before, and unfortunately coming of age during a recession. They're also labeled narcissistic and lazy by other sources, although this is disputed. 
The Pew Research Center notes that millennials are overwhelmingly liberal. They generally support gay marriage, abortion rights, and are not religious. They hail from incredibly diverse backgrounds and are burdened with large student debt. Higher levels of unemployment have also plagued them worse than previous generations. A 2012 Pew study found that 7 out of 10 Americans across all age groups feel that today's youth had a harder time finding jobs, saving for the future, paying for college, and paying for a home than earlier generations. Although some challenges lie ahead for millennials, there is still time for them to figure everything out. The largest age group for the generation is just 23 years old. With about 80 million strong, millennials are poised to have a huge effect on the direction of the United States and the world in years to come. Millennials are more familiar with student loan debt than any generation before them. But what happens if they can't pay it back? Watch this video to find out. The Treasury Offset Program allows the U.S. Department of the Treasury to take your tax refund and give it directly to the Department of Education to pay down your debt. They're also legally allowed to garnish up to 15% of your wages, which means taking money directly out of your paycheck. So, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? 413-728-9380. 413-728-9380. Or politicalbombshow.cf. <laughs> politicalbombshow.cf. So, in closing, I'd just like to say that not necessarily every generation before or after minds are bad. They're just different. And I feel that specifically the millennials and Generation Z, they lack parenting. I think that's the main issue. They lack parenting, and the government tries to step in and become the parent, try to tell you, the parent, you know, try to tell them what's good for them to eat, what's good for them to, you know, they try to step in and be the, the new parent, basically, because no parents exist per se in those generations or at least not on a parenting level they're not parenting the children teaching them morals right from wrong they're just letting them run amok or they want to be friends with them and they don't want to they just want to get along there's no discipline there's nothing they just let them do whatever it is they feel like doing i don't see how the world can survive a generation that's run amok like that. God knows I don't want to be alive when it's them running the world because it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a complete mess. And that's just the way how I feel. If you disagree with me, well, that's a free country. You can disagree to disagree, but I know I'm right. And that's it. Till next time. Come on, people, let's go. And we
Baby, come on, oh baby, come on, so come on, people.